Mastercard Cannabis Mayhem, Ohio Cannabis Tax Surprise, and Poseidon Dynamic Cannabis Collapse. All this and more on this week's Cannabis Weekly. Welcome to this new episode of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. If by the end of this episode you've really enjoyed what you've heard, we'd love it if you give us a follow in your favorite podcast app. We like Apple Podcasts, but the choice is yours. More violent crime following MasterCard ban. U.S. cannabis businesses are bracing for increasing threats from criminals following MasterCard's decision to ban cannabis purchases. Last month, the credit card giant made the controversial and abrupt decision to prohibit its cards from being used to make purchases in cannabis stores. This has left many businesses already pushed to the fringes of the US financial system, forced to turn away customers, and crucially, shift their operations increasingly towards cash. According to a report from MJ Biz Daily, with the possibility Visa could also follow in MasterCard's footsteps, many business owners are anticipating a lot more people using cash and a lot more exposure to violent crime. Global regulators urge to adopt cannabis product symbol. US organization Doctors for Cannabis Regulation and other industry stakeholders are urging the US and global cannabis regulators to adopt the international intoxicating cannabinoid product symbol, the IICPS. In an open letter, DCR and stakeholders detail the importance of a standardized and universal cannabis product symbol in a bid to improve consumer safety and potentially facilitate interstate commerce in the future. The IICPS symbol, developed with experts, consists of a cannabis leaf within a black bordered yellow warning triangle and is based upon existing consensus standards developed in an open environment. As well as ensuring public safety, the symbol aims to promote best practices through collaboration by professionals from both the public and private sectors. John Hogg, managing director of Atalis, commented on the company's mission, saying, Atalis Pay aims to revolutionize the way cannabis businesses access financial services. Our open banking system will pave the way for a more inclusive and secure financial ecosystem for the industry, allowing legal cannabis companies to operate with the same ease as other businesses. 400 million in tax if Ohio cannabis measure passes. Ohio could see potential annual tax revenue from adult-use cannabis hit $276 million in year five of an operational cannabis market to $403 million in year five of operations. The figure comes from an Ohio State University report update. 2023 report update, what tax revenues should Ohioans expect if Ohio legalizes adult-use cannabis, which is informed by tax revenue data and trends from a select group of other adult-use states. The authors write, Advocates for cannabis reform in Ohio and in other states often stress the tax revenue that can be raised through legalization. If a citizen-initiated statute were to reach the November 2023 ballot, Ohio voters are likely to hear from reform advocates about the potential tax revenue a new cannabis industry could bring to the Buckeye State. In other news for North America, a major cannabis exchange traded fund, an ETF, is due to cease trading by the end of the month as waning investor sentiment towards cannabis claims another casualty. The Poseidon Dynamic Cannabis ETF, which was sponsored by the largest cannabis fund manager, Advisor Shares, 
is set to shut down less than two years after launching, after seeing its value drop by nearly 90%. According to a notice on the fund's website, the ETF, which trades under the ticket PSDN, will cease trading on August 25th, seeing its assets liquidated and distributed to shareholders on September the 1st. After launching onto the New York Stock Exchange in November of 2021, the ETF's price has plummeted from $9.33 to around $1 at the time of reading this to you. This week, two opposing South Dakota ballot initiatives have been unveiled. One aims to legalize cannabis, and another aims to repeal the state's medical cannabis program and prohibit all activities related to the plant. South Dakota's Attorney General Marty Jackley has revealed a draft summary of a legalization initiative that would see medical cannabis dispensaries able to sell adult-use cannabis. The measure, proposed by Matthew Schweich of Sioux Falls, has been submitted for public review. The initiative was driven by the work of the South Dakotans for Better Marijuana Laws campaign originally submitted in December. The public now has until Monday the 21st of August this year to provide written feedback on the measure with the draft amendment requiring 17,509 signatures to qualify for the 2024 general election ballot. The ban on Delta 8 cannabis products in Arkansas has been challenged in federal court. After such products were able to be legally sold under the 2018 Farm Bill, they were banned in the state under Act 629, along with other synthetic cannabis products in April. However, in July, a number of Arkansas cannabis companies put forward a challenge to stop the ban, claiming that federal law supersedes state law. Arkansas Attorney General Tim Griffey has now defended the ban, stating the challenge should be dismissed as state law overrides federal law. Griffey stated, Plaintiffs allege Act 629 is unconstitutional for various reasons, none of which are founded in law. It does not destroy the ability to cultivate hemp of any kind, it does not create insurmountable confusion, and the regulatory scheme is not a sham. A new study has shown that states that have introduced laws to allow access to medical cannabis see lower health insurance premiums. The study evaluated whether cannabis legalization significantly impacts aggregate health insurer premiums in the individual market. Using state-level private health insurer financial data from 2010 to 2021 in the US, the researchers found that seven years following the implementation of medical cannabis laws, individual markets saw lower health insurer premiums. There was a reduction of $1,662 for states which implemented medical cannabis laws compared to the control group, a reduction of $1,541 in year eight and a reduction of $1,625 in year nine. Minnesota citizens can now legally purchase adult-use cannabis after the state enacted a bill that was signed into law on the 30th of May of this year. Governor Tim Waltz signed the legalization, which came into effect on August the 1st, 2023, making Minnesota the 23rd state to legalize adult-use cannabis. Under the new law, the Office of Cannabis Management will regulate cannabis for both medical and adult use, as well as lower-potency hemp edibles, and it'll be responsible for issuing licenses and developing regulations. Speaking at the time of signing the legalization, Governor Waltz stated, 
We've known for too long that prohibiting the use of cannabis hasn't worked. By legalizing adult-use cannabis, we're expanding our economy, creating jobs, and regulating the industry to keep Minnesotans safe. And now, Europe's headlines. Germany has taken a significant step towards fulfilling its ambitious plans to roll out an adult-use cannabis framework this week after the draft bill was approved by the Bundesregierung, the federal cabinet. While the passage is just the first step on the ladder to have the bill brought into law, its architect is hopeful this will be achieved by the end of the year. German cannabis businesses, many of which have seen their stock prices spike on the news, may not have gotten exactly what they'd hoped for when the legalization project was announced two years earlier. However, now that the legislative ball has been set in motion, many are optimistic that Germany will soon be beyond the point of no return on the path to full legalization. Speaking at a press conference on Wednesday, August 16th, following the cabinet approval of the draft bill, Health Minister Karl Lauterbach emphasized that its passage marks a turning point in what has unfortunately been a failed cannabis drug policy. Switzerland and its rapidly proliferating adult-use cannabis pilot framework is fast becoming the centre of attention for many European cannabis stakeholders and policymakers. As other countries struggle to see their ambitions for cannabis reform become a reality, with international legal obligations bringing them back down to earth, Switzerland has been quietly pushing ahead with its rollout. With Germany's Pillar 2 expected to be largely modelled around the Swiss framework, an increasing number of German businesses are looking to Switzerland for insight on how they can hit the ground running once it's launched. Last month, Europe's first THC adult-use cannabis trial, Weedcare, successfully entered its second phase, seeing the number of participants more than double. But this represents just the tip of the iceberg of pilot studies set to launch imminently. Canadian cannabis producer Organigram is said to bring its products to the UK's medical cannabis market for the first time amid a new tie-up with Forsey Labs. The new supply agreement, which was announced earlier this week on August the 16th, will see Organigram grant the UK-based healthcare provider strain exclusivity of its products in the UK, which will be sold under the 4C Labs brand. It comes just two months after 4C Labs signed a similar agreement with another Canadian cultivator, Bizam, which it said would help it establish a dominant foothold in the UK market, while opening the door for a new wave of high-quality Canadian imports to the country. 4C Labs CEO Greg Dobbin tells Business of Cannabis, this deal marks the latest step forward in that strategy. The head of Malta's cannabis regulatory body, Leonard Mackay, has confirmed reports that the country's first two cannabis associations have been granted licenses. In principle, two years after Malta first moved to allow the consumption and cultivation of cannabis for adult use, the Authority for the Responsible Use of Cannabis, AROC, has issued its first licenses, marking a major milestone for the country's liberalization campaign. According to Mackay, who spoke with the Times of Malta, a number of other associations are currently in the final stages of vetting and authorization. In June, it was revealed that 26 groups had now applied for licenses to launch a cannabis association, but that number is now thought to be higher, with the first clubs expecting to be launched in full in Q1 of next year. 
The good news coming out of Germany has already sent stocks of all the German cannabis operators tracked by Business of Cannabis jumping by double digits, with some international operators seeing significant upticks. German cannabis group Symbiotic SE experienced the strongest spike this week, seeing its stock price jump by nearly 50% to levels not seen since April. This positive investor sentiment also saw Frankfurt-listed Cantarage's stock jump by 38.5%. Canavum Cannabis AG, which is now solely focused on the German adult-use cannabis space, also saw its stock increase by over 40% on the Dusseldorf exchange. Aquis listed Ananda Developments announced this week that the NHS has now pledged £300,000 to its upcoming endometriosis randomised controlled trial. In March this year, Ananda acquired MRX Global alongside the rights to a CBD formulation that's just been approved for phase two clinical trials in the UK with one and a half million pounds of grant funding. Now Ananda says it's received a further non-dilutive cash injection from the chief scientist office the part of the Scottish Government Health Directorate responsible for funding research. Getting NHS funding for this trial using MRX1 is a clear statement of the importance of endometriosis as a public health issue, and we believe clearly demonstrates the interest in the use of cannabidiol as a potential treatment for endometriosis and other complex, chronic, inflammatory pain conditions by the UK's public health bodies. Ananda's CEO, Melissa Sturgis said. And as always, you can read all the info about all this week's top stories at businessofcannabis.com. Cannabis events. We've got a couple of upcoming events to invite you to and an update. Our flagship conference, Business of Cannabis New York, will now take place a month later on the 3rd of November of this year. We'll once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day program, providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. You can grab your tickets today and join us on the 3rd of November 2023, that updated date. Also, after a hugely successful event in London recently, tickets are now on sale for Cannabis Europa 2024. Next year will be the 10th instalment of Europe's premier B2B Cannabis Conference at Expo. Tickets on sale via Eventbrite and Cannabis-Europa.com. Oh, and by the way, back to Business of Cannabis New York on November the 3rd. Sponsorship applications for Business of Cannabis New York are now open. If you'd like to find out more and apply, visit CannabisNewYork.live or email info at businessofcannabis.com. Links, as always, to all the info in our show notes. that's it for another episode of the cannabis weekly podcast and if you've enjoyed this episode or any of our previous episodes we would love it if you drop us a review in your favorite podcast listening app of choice we love apple podcasts and trust me it really helps other people make a decision to listen to this show so we'd love it if you did it 